He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lunch Hour with High Achievers this Saturday afternoon. God richly bless you all for taking the time to join us this afternoon. I'm telling you, I believe this time is going to be very explosive, very informative, very empowering. I'm telling you, I can just sense it. It's going to be an awesome experience. And I'm telling you, your life will never remain the same again i like to also start by giving glory to God for the opportunity to be alive and well to be a blessing to our generation. I want to thank him for his faithfulness in preserving us over one year since we started Lunch Hour with High Achievers. We give him all the glory and we give him all the praise and we'd like to also appreciate every one of you who have been standing with us and have been watching these programs now your comments and everything and your partnership and your support we thank you for your patronage thank you for your encouragement across the nations god richly bless you god bless you as usual i would like to welcome every one of you abby belland god bless you for joining us once again today abby belland god richly bless you god bless you mama b you are welcome god bless you God bless you. Agnes, you are welcome. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We are on Instagram and on Facebook and also on YouTube. So everyone that has joined us so far, God richly bless you. And please start sharing. Start sharing. Invite others to join us on this platform. Welcome, Noel. God richly bless you for joining us. Let's start sharing, sharing, sharing. Share this with somebody that you know. Get all your relatives, get your children, get your youth, get your young adults. I'm telling you, this series is going to be very empowering because we are not born just to be ordinary. We are not born to be wandering generalities. We are born to be meaningful specifics and to make impact. In our church this month, we're dealing with affluence, brings influence. So we're teaching on affluence and influence. We are called as the light of the world as a salt of the earth, as a citizen or set on a hill. We are supposed to provide influence and impact our generation and to leave a mark that cannot be erased. So you don't want to miss this entire teaching session because you are born to be a person of impact. So we're going to be looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves daily. Join us every Saturday at 12 p.m. on Facebook at Hattonwood Global on Instagram at Bishop Michael Hattonwood. Spread the word, spread the word, spread the word. So as we begin to um, share this uh, session, I want to encourage you to tell somebody the three T's. Tell somebody we are on. Share this on your timeline. 
and tag somebody to join us on this platform. God richly bless you. So we're looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves daily. I believe that you've been following our sessions and we've been bringing on various kinds of achievers in their various field, ministry, industry, the seven mountains, and I'm sure you've been impacted by their experiences and by the things that they've shared with us in the past. And we are continuing on that vein because you who are watching right now, you who are watching the replay, you are born to make impact. And there are things that you are born to be an achiever. You are born to be an accomplisher. You are born to leave a mark that cannot be erased. So you have and you hear of achievers and you always, we always wonder what is it that separates achievers from non-achievers? What is this that distinguishes them? What are some of those characteristics that distinguish achievers from non-achievers? We are all born to become achievers in our respective fields. So what are some of the questions that these people ask themselves, which makes them break, you know, whether in the secular field or religious field or spiritual field or business field or medicine, whichever field that they occupy, what is it that distinguishes this one? They ask themselves certain crucial Questions on a daily basis. So we're going to look at some of them. But I'd like to start by laying this foundation that this message is detrimental to those who want to stay just where they are. If you just want to stay where you are, not make an impact, not move forward, just stay where you are, just in the state in which you are, not impact anybody and just just live and then die like Methuselah just lived 969 years and I just took off, then this message and this series is not for you. But if your intention is to leave a mark that cannot be erased, if your intention is to be an influencer, an impactor, an achiever, an accomplisher, a kingdom thinker, a kingdom achiever, somebody, you want to leave a mark that cannot be erased. You want to impact people. You want to know that, you want the earth to know that you are here and you were here. Then this series is exactly what you need to get you fired up in your business, in your career, in your profession, in ministry, in your church. Don't just live and die. You must die empty. You must die empty. As you can tell, I'm already excited about what is going to be happening for the next few weeks as I teach this series. You don't just have to live. You don't just live and die you must leave a mark that cannot be erased. You must discover your purpose. You must discover your vision. You must discover your gifting. You must discover yourself. You must maximize opportunities. You must become everything that you were called to be or else you would have disappointed your generation. There are certain crucial questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. So let me start by laying the foundation, like I said, this message is going to be detrimental to those who just want to stay where they are and not make any progress in their life, either spiritually, financially, or generally. But if you are like some of us who want to make sure that this earth knows that we are here, and after we have left this earth, that they know that we were here, then, glory to God, you are welcome. Start sharing, start sharing, get everybody on board and let them join us to benefit from this series. And I'm going to encourage you to share this message and this link with as many people as you know right now and also after the session, send it to everybody that you know. I'm telling you, they'll be highly motivated. KJ Sparkles, God richly bless you. 
for joining us this afternoon. A truly meaningful life is not about duration, but about donation. A truly meaningful life is not about duration. It's not how many birthdays we celebrated or how many years we live. It's not about how long you live. It's not about duration, how long you live, how many birthdays you celebrated. A truly meaningful, relevant, significant, influential life is a life full of donations, donations, donations. A truly meaningful life is not a life of accumulations, but a life of distributions, a life of distributions. A truly meaningful life is not about duration. It's about donations. It's about donations. A truly meaningful life begins with asking the cardinal questions, why was I created? Why did God create me? What was I born for? What am I here for? Why am I here? Listen to me. These are the questions that strategic thinkers, strategic achievers, these are the strategic questions they ask themselves on a daily basis. But Bishop Stella, Marty, God richly bless you for joining us this afternoon. A truly meaningful life is not about duration, not how long you live, but donations, the contributions you made, the additions you made, the values you added to society in the name of Jesus Christ. So a truly meaningful life begins with asking the cardinal question, why was I created? Why did God create me? What was I born for? Why am I here? What am I here for? It was Rudyard Kipling who said, I keep six honest serving men. They taught me all I knew. Their names are what and why and when and how and where and who. This is crucial. Rudyard Kipling said, I keep six honest men. They taught me all I knew. Their names are what? What am I here for? Why am I here? When will I accomplish that task? How will I accomplish it? Where will I accomplish it? And with who will I accomplish what I'm called to do on this planet? One of the first questions, one of the first strategic questions that achievers ask themselves is, why be number two when I can be number one? Wow. <laughs> I'm just giving you the first question. Ladies and gentlemen, we have 50 of them. Why be number two in life when I can be number one? And those who stay number one, who become number one in life, ask themselves these crucial questions. Why on earth did God create me? Because God does not create anything that is wasteful. The reason why you are alive right now and still alive right now is because you were created for something in particular. You were given a lease of life to contribute something in particular to your generation and beyond your generation. Why was I created? Are the major questions you have to ask yourself and achievers, those who always achieve great things, ask themselves these serious questions. Why be number two when I can be number one? So it helps them to, it motivates them to ask questions. Like, Why was I created? Why did God create me? What was I born for? Why am I here? What am I here for? 
There is a reason why you've been given a lease of life and you need to find out. The psalmist said, I found in the volume of the books what was written of me. I am here to do thy will, O God. Why be number two when you can be number one? These are the questions that achievers and accomplishers ask themselves. Why should I settle for number two when I can be number one? Is there a biblical precedence to this or are these people being proud? On the contrary, on the contrary, on the contrary, when you go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, Deuteronomy 28, Verse 1, listen to this. He said, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command you this day. Watch this. That the Lord thy God will set you on high, above all the nations of the earth. Achievers ask themselves, why be number two when I can be number one? In line with Deuteronomy chapter 20, God's intentions for all humanity. He said, if you obey my commandments and follow my precepts and do what I'm supposed to do, I will set you on high above all nations of men. Ladies and gentlemen, the first question is, why be number two when you can be number one? He said, I will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. He said, all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Ah, glory to God, glory to God. Sit serious, you are welcome. My Kwanzaa, you are welcome. God bless you. Keep sharing, keep sharing. We are looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis, which is the reason why they accomplish the thing they they accomplish. You are not here to be an accumulator. You are here to be a distributor. You are not here just to focus on duration, how long you live, but you are here to focus on donations, the impact you made, the values you added. He said, I will set you on high, on high, above. Not people above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you if you hearken unto the voice of my, of the, of the Lord. That begins with you hearkening to the reason why he brought you here. He brought you here to be number one and number two. Somebody asked the man of God, if all of us are going to be number one, then who's going to be number two? The simple answer was those who choose to be number two. You were not born to be number two. You were born to be number one in your field, in your field of calling and endeavor. You were born to be the best. You were not born to be the second. You were not born to take the second place. Why settle for good when you can have God's best? He said, if you obey my commandments and follow my principles and do what I've called you to do, I will set you on high above all nations. Maybe right now, you are the head of your community. You may be the head of your family. You may not be the head in your neighborhood. But listen to what God says, settle for nothing but the best. He says, I want to set you on high above all nations. You were born to be a nation influencer, not just a family influencer, not just a society influencer, not just a neighborhood influencer. I will set you on high above all nations of the earth. To be number one instead of number two is a choice. 
It's a choice for you to be number one instead of number two. It's a choice that you must make, a decision that you must make and pay the required price to be number one in your field, whether in medicine or in, in, in architecture or in business or in ministry. It's your choice to become number one. The first question achievers ask themselves is why be number one when I be number two and I can be number one. And then when you go down also in that same scripture, that same chapter, it tells us also that I will make you the head and not the tail. Achievers ask themselves, why be number two when I can be number one? It says, I'll make you the head and not the tail. Someone asked the man of God once again, he said, if everybody's going to be the head, then who will be the tail? Glory to God. His answer was classic. Those who choose to be the tail. In your industry, in your business, in your profession, in your calling, for what God has called you to do, you are called to be number one, the best, the best, the best, the best, the best. You are called to be number one. He says, if everybody chooses to be number one, who will be number two? He said, those who choose to settle for number two. There is a price to pay to be number one. You need to find out why did God create me? What am I here for? What was I born for? And make sure you pursue it. You need to ask yourself, what am I here for? When will I accomplish that task? Why did God create me? Why am I here? It was Miles Monroe who said, the greatest tragedy in life is to be alive and not know why you are alive. And the greatest waste has been described as put a wasted potential. Everyone under the sound of my voice, you have been called to become great in your field of calling and endeavor. Why settle for number two when you can be number one? You are called to be significant. You are called to be influential. You are called to be affluential in your field of endeavor. Your thumbprint is not the same as somebody else. The reason why your thumbprint is different from everybody's thumbprint is because you are unique. You are unusual. You are peculiar. You are a strange people. You are a royal priesthood. You are Born to be number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the first question that achievers ask themselves, which you, if you have not asked that question before, from in this series, you must ask yourself a series of questions. These are not questions that somebody will ask you or somebody will ask for you. These are questions you need to ask if you need to be, an, you want to be an accomplisher, you want to be outstanding in your field, you want to be extraordinary in your field, which you have the potential to become. Ask yourself, why should I be number two when I can become number one? Glory to God. Glory to God. I believe you are being blessed and being empowered. Ask yourself, why should I be number two in my industry? Why should I be number two when I can become number one? Wherever you're working at, either as an apprentice or as a follower, stay right there, but aim at excellence. Aim at excellence. Aim at becoming the best. These are the questions that achievers ask themselves. Glory to God. Sandra, you are welcome. Apostle Stephen Young, you are welcome on Instagram. Everybody watching, start sharing, sharing, sharing. Everywhere, share, share, share. 
Miriam, you are welcome. God bless you all for joining us. Keep sharing, keep sharing, and keep inviting everyone. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this series for the next five Saturdays. By the grace of God, I'm telling you, your church is going to be number one. Your business is going to be number one. Your department is going to be number one. Your family is going to be number one. Your marriage is going to be number one. By your choices and by your decisions, when you discover this is what God wants you to become, he wants you to be number one in your field, not even number two. Number two is good enough, but number one is what God wants you to be. Glory to God. Remember this, that the two most important days in every man's life are the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. My God. The two most important days in your life and my life are the days you discover, the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. My God, when you discover why you were born, you don't settle for mediocrity. You don't become complacent because of past success. Ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. The best is coming. This is not a time to settle for past success. This is not a time to settle for past oars, resting on your oars. If you can see ahead of you, God will open your eyes to see the great things that are ahead of you, especially in the promised land when you read Deuteronomy 28. Oh my God, don't let me go there. Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy 11, when you go to these scriptures and discover the promises that God has for you in this promised land. I'm telling you, everybody at the sound of my voice, I came to motivate you. I came to motivate our members. I came to motivate everyone on this platform in ministry, industry, business, seven mountains. Settle this. Why be number two? Why should my church be number two when it can be number one? Why should my business be number two when it can be number one? Why should my children be number two when they can be number one? Listen to me. There is no fighting in the air. There is no fighting in the air. Bears don't collide. Bears don't fight in the air. It's free for everybody who's ready to pay the price to become number one. I am here to raise number ones. I am here to raise number ones. I am here to motivate somebody. Rise up, dust yourself up, and make up your mind. I am going to become number one. The two most important days in your life are the day you, the day you were born. And the day you discover why you were born. These are the questions that achievers ask themselves. These are the things that motivate achievers. Glory to God. The day you were born is it was a very significant day in your life. And the day you discover why you were born. Why is that so important? Where purpose is unknown. Abuse is inevitable. <laughs> when you don't know who you are, you abuse your life. You waste your life. The day you are born and the day you discover why you were born, when, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. There's fresh oil and fresh anointing coming upon every one of us. I'm telling you, your life would never remain the same again, not just by prophecy, but by what you do with what you'll be hearing for the next few weeks on this platform. I'm telling you, your life opportunities are waiting for you to seize them. 
Opportunities are waiting for you to seize them. Prepare yourself for what is coming. Your best days are ahead of you. I'm telling you, your light is about to shine. He said, arise and shine. Thy light has come. The glory of God is risen upon you. He said, Gentiles are coming to your light. And kings are coming to the brightness of your rising. Ladies and gentlemen, Gentiles are coming to your light. And kings and authority figures are coming to the brightness of your capacity building and your personal development. Don't settle for number two. When you can become number one, these are the questions that achieve strategic questions. Ah, that achievers ask them. So this is just number one. My God. Yvonne Minta, you are welcome. Yvonne Minta says, real fireworks, glory to God. My Kwanzaa says, wow, I'm telling you, you have no idea what God is about to do in your life and my life. Pay the price. Don't settle for number two when you can become number one. Pastor Samuel J. Mensah, God bless you for joining us. God bless you. Everyone join him. Come on, tell somebody, invite somebody, tell them there's fire on this mountain. They should come and get motivated and not be moved by what is going on around. You can become great in an epidemic. You can become great in a pandemic. You can become great in an endemic. If you will pay the price, your best days are ahead of you. No longer number two. Now you must become number one. Listen to what God said to Jeremiah. This is what Jeremiah found. He asked himself the question, why should I be number two when I can become number one? And so God came to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. Remember, I've got 50 to give you. I'm just on number one, whetting your appetite and getting you ready for the best days that are coming. Glory to God. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five to 10. God speaking to Jeremiah said, and this relates to you and I. As a matter of fact, this was one of the main second scripture that God gave me when he called me. I'm taking back those scriptures. I'm telling you, I'm eating those scriptures. I'm taking them back. He said, before I formed you in the belly, and I'm talking to you, everyone watching on this platform. He said, God said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you came out of your mother's womb, I separated you. And I ordained you as a prophet to the nation. The word prophet means a voice. God has made you a voice in your field, in your business, in your career, in your industry. God has made you a voice. For those of us in ministry, he called us as a prophet to the nations, a voice to the nations. Then said I, this is what Jeremiah said when he heard what God, when God was telling him, I've made you number one instead of number two. Jeremiah couldn't believe because he was looking at himself the way he is right now. And he's saying to himself, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak to him but a child. But the Lord said, do not say I am a child. In other words, don't settle for number two. Don't say I'm a child, for thou shalt go to all that I send you. Whatsoever I command you, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. I have set you this day over, watch this, <laughs> verse 10. I have set you this day over the nations, not just your family and your community. I'm talking to somebody on this platform. God has set you over the nations to influence nations. 
not just in the, it begins with individuals, then society, community, neighborhood. He said, I have set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. That's you I'm talking about. God has set you over the nations, over the nations, over the nations. You have a voice, a big voice, like Yvonne Minta just said. Ladies and gentlemen, you were created for something specific. Find it. You were created for something specific. Find it. Find it. Train up and do it. Three words. You were created for something specific. Find it. Train up and do it. Find it. Train up and do it. Put that in the comment box. You were created for something specific. Not to be a wandering generality. You were called to do something specific. Find it. Train up and do it. Find it. Train up and do it. Find it. Train up and do it. It's never late to start again. It's never late to be right. It's never late to start. Abraham started at 75. My God. Abraham circumcised himself at 99. Don't settle for number two when you can become number one. You were created for something specific. Find it. Train up and do it. Ah, Abraham Annan, you are welcome. Abna Echama, you are welcome. Nana Poku, you are welcome. Find it. Train up and do it. It's not too late. Find it. Train up and do it. I came to motivate somebody here over the next five weeks. Ah, you're going to ask strategic questions. By the end of this month, May, you will not recognize yourself if you will hearken to what you are hearing and you will do it. Find what God called you to do. Train up yourself to do it and get it going. Achievers ask themselves, why be number two in that job place when I can become number one? That is not to say I'm going to undermine my boss or undermine my supervisor. No, no. I'm going to be observing my supervisor. I'm going to be observing my CEO. I'm going to be asking him strategic questions. I'm going to train myself. I'm going to develop myself and become what God has called me to become. There was this story that was said, I think, by Dr. Miles Monroe of a lady. Who said, um, who said, uh, one of these days, I am going to become the CEO of this company. They went around asking everybody there, what do you aim to become? This lady said, one of these days, I'm going to become the CEO of this company. The CEO, the original CEO was sitting there. Everybody was, was sitting there. And then this gentleman said, this woman is really very daring to say, I'm going to become the CEO of this company one day. Do you know what? After years, 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 years later, this woman was, was tutored, was mentored, followed the protocol, followed process, and eventually became the first woman CEO of that company. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not too late to start. Don't settle for number two when you become, become, become number one. The Bible says in Proverbs 27 verse 8, it says, as a bear that wandered from his nest, 
So it's a man that wandered from his place. God speaking in Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts that I have concerning you are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Don't be a wandering generality. God created you for something bigger than what you are and where you are right now. You were born to be a change agent. You were born to be a change agent. Don't settle for number two when you can become number one. Second question that achievers ask themselves, high achievers ask themselves is, why live a life without purpose when I can live a purpose-driven life? There are many people just cruising through life. Singing the song, whatever will be, will be. That's not your portion. The, the second question achievers ask themselves is why live a life without purpose when I can live a purpose-driven life and a principle-driven life? We're looking at questions, strategic questions that achievers ask themselves, which is the reason why they end up as unique, they end up as extraordinary, they end up as outstanding. Write these questions down and begin to ask yourself this question on a daily basis. He said, as a bed, as a bed that wanders from his nest, when you move away from your location, you don't enjoy your allocation. Write that down. When you move away from your location, your calling, your purpose, you don't enjoy your allocation or enter your allocation, uh, allocated place. As a bird that wandered from her nest. So is a man or a woman that wanders from his place. Why live a life without purpose? When I can live a purpose-driven life is the second question that achievers ask themselves, which is the reason why they end up being achievers. Number three, why live a life without proven principles? When I can live a principle-driven life, living a principle-driven life makes you a principal. Or a principality in life, a master of your trade, a master in your field. My God, as a bird that wanders away from his nest, so is a man that wandered from his purpose, from his vision, from his calling. Listen, you and I were not called to do everything. We were not called to be everybody. And we are not called to everybody. Your uniqueness is in you discovering why you were called who you are called to. You are not called to everybody. You are called to specific people. That's why you must discover your purpose. When you move away from your location, your calling, your purpose, you don't enjoy your allocation. The allocated blessings that God has reserved for you is in your discovery and remaining in your location, your purpose. Why live a life without proven principles? Don't just follow. <laughs> Some people say that business is working. So you enter that business. This is working. So you enter that. No, find your location. Find your calling. Find, find the principles, proven principles that are working, not guesswork. Why live a life without proven principles? What is working? 
when I can live a principle-driven life. Living a principle-driven life makes you a principal, makes you a principality, a voice, a master in your field. These are the questions that achievers ask themselves. And watch this. They ask themselves these questions on a daily basis. Wake up in the morning and say, why be number two when I can be number one? Why live a life today without purpose when I can live a purpose-driven life? Why live a, uh, uh, why live <laughs> a life without principles when I can live a, a principle-driven life which will bring me to my allocated place and my allocated? These are questions they ask them. It drives them, determines the steps that they take, and they end up becoming achievers. Number four, I trust you have been blessed. Keep blessing others with this. Keep inviting others. Why live a life without proven principles? Move with what works, not what does not work. For instance, tithing works, giving works, service works, stewardship works, reading and developing your mind works, building capacity works, considering others works. Proven principles, proven principles, proven principles. Number four, why be uninformed or deformed when I can become informed? See, one of the keys of achievers is they are always learning, unlearning, and relearning. They are addicted to information. (laughs) Glory to God. Oh, my Kwanzaa is a bishop, king of quotes. My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, why be, these are the questions achievers ask themselves. Why be uninformed or deformed when I can become informed? Listen, information and revelation brings transformation. Ignorance deforms, but knowledge informs. Ignorance deforms, but knowledge informs. And this world is ruled by information and revelation. The fourth question they ask is, why be uninformed when I can be informed? Everything that you need to say, you shall know the truth about your business, about your career, about whatever it is you want to get involved in. You shall know the truth and the truth that you know shall make you free. It is truth that you know and apply that makes you free. So achievers ask themselves, why should I stay ignorant? Why should I stay uninformed when I can be informed? The question they ask themselves on a daily basis is, am I a better person today than I was yesterday? Glory to God. Every day must get an improvement on yesterday. No wonder Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States of America said, I don't care much about anybody who is not wiser today than they were yesterday. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You and I got to be, oh, wiser, wiser, smarter, smarter, in, more intelligent today than we were yesterday. But it's not going to be happen without gathering additional current relevant information. <laughs> My Kwanzaa says, Bishop, we need a recording of this session. It's going to be on Facebook, on my homepage on Facebook, and we're going to put it also on the Debt Free Army 
uh whatsapp platform so we're going to share it on the friends of Wood and death free army and send it to you personally if you want it as well glory to god information and revelation transformed achievers ask themselves why be uninformed what are the books you are reading what are the messages you are watching what are the messages you are listening to? Are they transforming you? Are they increasing you? Are they increasing your mental faculties? Are they increasing, changing the way you think and the way you see things? Achievers ask themselves, why be uninformed or deformed when I can be? If so, it's a decision that they make. It's a choice that they make. I am going to become more informed today. I'm going to become more informed today. I'm going to become smarter today. I'm going to become more intelligent today. We must be smarter today than we were yesterday. Abraham Lincoln. He said, I don't care much about anybody who's not wiser. 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 Remember, wisdom is the mother of wealth. Oh, it was Charles Tremendous Jones who said, you are the same person today that you will be in five years time, except for two things. The books you read and the people you associate with. The people you are associating with, are they adding to you? Are they subtracting from you? Are they dividing you or are they multiplying you? Ladies and gentlemen, why be informed? Why be uninformed or deformed when I can be informed? These are the questions that achievers all around, whether they are believers or heathen or whatever, these are the questions they ask and that propels them to take the right step for each day. Ask yourself the question, am I a better person today than I was yesterday? Am I a better person today than I was yesterday? Books, 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 the right books concerning areas of concern in your life and my life. Why be uninformed when I can be informed? The fifth question achievers ask themselves. That's right. By Kwanzaa said, wisdom is justified of her children. Wisdom is justified of her children. Number five, they ask themselves, why be uninformed or deformed? Why be if I be only informed when I can be transformed. <laughs> being informed is just is not enough. Being transformed. Be, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, information will give you some level of knowledge, but revelation transforms your life. That's why you have people put comments when they are listening to some of our sessions about, wow, <laughs> powerful fire. Because, listen, you, you, you don't just read for the sake of reading and forgetting information, but you are reading, you are studying to transform you first, to transform others. If I'm not transformed, I can't transform others. Am I a better person today in my finances, in my marriage, in my health, in my job, in my business than I was yesterday? And for me to become transformed, I must change the books that I'm reading, the things that I'm watching, or make sure I begin to act upon the things that I'm reading. Listen, information informed, but revelation transformed. Write that down. There are people who say, I've read this book, I've read this newspaper. Information informs you. But revelation transforms you. <laughs> That's insight, light, breaking out in the area of darkness. Ah, 
Books are secret teachers. Any can. Nine nine nine. God bless you for that. Books, books, books. That's why you must go on our website and get our books from houseofjuda.org.uk. Forty-two books on various subjects. Go to our website, houseofjuda.org.uk, and get this material. I'm telling you, they will transform your life. Books, information informs, but revelation transforms. Today a reader, tomorrow a leader. Today a reader, tomorrow a leader. Today a reader, tomorrow a leader. And a master in your field. Glory to God. This is Abraham Annan on the, on the, on the, on the screen. Um, testimony he says, ever since I started following Bishop's ministry, my life has been transformed. Did you say that? The word is transformed. Transformed. Ever since I started following Bishop's ministry, my life has been tremendously transformed. Information informs revelation, insights, lights. Transforms you, your business, your career, your ministry, your profession. Transformation. Information brings you awareness. But revelation transforms you completely. Your life should be getting better every day. In line with Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Proverbs 4, 18 said, The path of the just is as the shining light. Shining brighter and brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. He said the path of the just, the justified, every believer, our path must shine brighter. Every day must be an improvement on the previous. Um, every day must be brighter and brighter and brighter, not dimmer and dimmer. Bright, brighter and brighter, brighter and brighter. So let's pay the price. We should not settle for number two. When we become, become, we can become number one. Information informs, but revelation transforms. Information brings you awareness, but revelation transforms you completely. Your life should be getting better every single day. Bible says, in thy light shall we see light. In your light, I will see light. In my light, you will see light. In thy light shall we see light. In thy light shall we see light. In thy light shall we see light. Minister Andy says, Bishop's books changed my life. On Instagram, he's right there. On Instagram, the books, the books, the books. Go after the books. Go after the books. Ladies and gentlemen, read Psalm 36 verse 9, Psalm 34 verse 5. He said, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Let me give you four more for today. Number six, why settle for mediocrity when you can be excellent? These are the questions that strategic achievers, these are the strategic questions they ask themselves on a daily basis. Why should I be mediocre when I can be excellent? The Bible says Daniel was preferred above others because an excellent spirit was found in him. And the same Daniel told us one of the secrets of his excellence was books. He said in Daniel 9 verse 2, I understood by books. I understood by books. Listen. It has been said that everything that you are looking for is on the is in a book on your shelf. Everything I'm looking for is in a book on my shelf, probably gathering dust. House of Prayer for All Nations Ministries, a bishop very powerful, and your teachings are transformational. 
Transformation is connected to books, application to reading books plus information brings results. So <laughs> most of you are confirming what we are talking about on this platform. Achievers, high achievers on this platform. Why settle for mediocrity? Number two, just doing anything, just anyhow. Why settle for being average when you can be excellent? It was Oprah Winfrey who said, the greatest deterrent to racism and sexism, and I add traditionalism and tribalism, the greatest deterrent to sexism and racism, traditionalism and tradition is excellence. When you are excellent at what you do, they don't look at your race. They don't look at your color. They don't look at your pedigree. They don't look at your background. When you are excellent, when an excellent spirit is found in you, not the spirit of mediocrity, when an excellent spirit is found in you, you cannot be denied the prize. Glory to God. My Kwanzaa said, Bishop's books are very good, especially on leadership. So it's time to apply. Application, application. Application of the proven principles in the books. Why settle for mediocrity? These are the questions that achievers ask themselves. They make up their mind, I'm not going to be mediocre, mediocre. I'm not going to be ordinary. I'm not just going to do things. They give you something to do. I'm not just going to do it anyhow. The Bible says about Jesus, he did all things well. The Bible says an excellent spirit was found in Daniel. So he was chosen to become the president of presidents. He did everything excellently. When Joseph interpreted the dream of Pharaoh, Pharaoh looked at this gentleman. Even though he's coming from prison, Pharaoh looked at Joseph and said, can we find a man in this, my empire? So discreet and wise as this gentleman. And he moved from a prisoner to become a prime minister. Prisoner 101 became a prime minister through the spirit of excellence. Achievers ask themselves, why be mediocre? Why settle for mediocrity? When I can be excellent. Number seven, they ask themselves, why be insignificant when I can be significant? Why be insignificant? Why should I just exist or occupy space when I can be significant? Why should I be insignificant where I am? In my church, in my job, in my business, in my career. Why should I be insignificant when I can become significant? Then they ask themselves, even significant, significant is good enough. But number eight, they ask themselves, why be significant when I can be relevant? Apostle, Medits, you are welcome, my Kwanzaa. You are welcome. Any can welcome everybody. God bless you. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. We have 15 minutes to go. Why be relevant? Why be significant when I can be relevant? These are the questions that achievers ask themselves. They say significant is good enough. Successful is good enough. But they go ahead, number eight, to ask, why should I be significant only when I can become relevant? Relevance is different from significance. Relevance is impact, influential, leaving a mark that cannot be erased. My God, this is what we are talking about. Why be significant when, when I can be relevant? Once you are relevant, nothing else matters. Every limitation is removed, including racism and sexism. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Why be significant when I can be insignificant? When I can be, why be insignificant when I can be significant? Then why be significant when I can be relevant? And guess what? Number nine, they go still further. Achievers go still further. You will think successful is good enough. You will think significant is good enough. You will think relevant is good enough. But guess what? Number nine, they ask themselves, why be relevant only when I can be revolutionary? Why be relevant only? Do you understand why achievers become achievers and why we call achievers high achievers? See, they start with significance as if significance is good enough. They move to wanting to be relevant and then becoming revolutionary. Doing things that has never been done before. Becoming pace setters, pathfinders, chart courses, or I always make that mistake, charting new courses, pathfinders, pace setters, trailblazers. Achievers don't settle for the status quo. On this platform, we are teaching people move from number two, move from number three, move from last to the first. It is possible if you and I are prepared to pay the price don't be just insignificant hanging around as, as a statistic in your church, in your department, in your society. Do something relevant with your life and move from there to do something revolutionary. Something that has never been done before. That is why God made you unique. Number 10, why be ordinary when you can be extraordinary? Why be ordinary when you can be extraordinary? Why be ordinary when you can be extraordinary? The difference between ordinary and extraordinary is simply the extra. <laughs> the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is simply the extra that that ordinary person added to the ordinary. Extraordinary people are called extraordinary people simply because on their job, in their ministry, in their church, in their department, in their family, in their business, they are dead extra to the ordinary. Don't settle for ordinary. Become extraordinary. Become extraordinary. Why be ordinary when you can become extraordinary? I trust that you have been empowered today by what you have heard. I'm going to motivate you to join us on this platform every Saturday, this whole month of May, our month of affluence and influence. Affluence and influence. Affluence brings influence. Why be ordinary when you can be extraordinary? And then number 11, why be a failure when you can be a success? Why be a failure when you can be a success? It was John Maxwell who wrote a book called Fail Forward. Fail Forward. The ethos behind that book was that no, everybody fails at one thing or the other. But when you fail, don't quit. When you fail, don't quit. When you fail, don't quit. Learn from the failures. It was said that Einstein tried several times, 999 times or so, before he got it right. Ladies and gentlemen, successful people have more failure stories than success stories or before they arrived at those success stories.
Don't settle for ordinary. Move ahead to become extraordinary. Number 11, why be a failure when you can become a success? Let me give you the last one for today. Number 12, why be numbered as one of them when you can be distinguished? Number 12, I've got 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves. I'm settling, I'm going to finish with number 12. Why be numbered as one of them when you can be distinguished? Why be numbered among one of them as one of them or a statistic when you can stand out and be distinguished? Three kinds of people joined themselves to David when he was nobody. <laughs> people in debt, discontented, discontented and, and, and uh, distressed. But through the training, through the training, through the integrity of the heart of David and the skillfulness of his hands, and the skillfulness of his hands. The Bible says in Second Samuel 23, they became ah, David's mighty men. Why be numbered among one of them as one of the congregation, as one of the staff, as one of the employees, as one of the family, when you can be distinguished by paying the price of distinguishment? Why be numbered among one of them, one of them, one of the laborers, one of the staff, one of the employees, one of the ministers, one of the pastors, one of the deacons, one of the departments, one of the leaders? Why be called one of them when you can pay the price to be distinguished? Don't settle for just being one of them. Stand out in the crowd. <laughs> they said Saul stood out in the crowd before he was made a king. Be re re listen, refuse to be numbered as one of them and become distinguished and that comes by paying the price, sacrifices, tithing, giving, studying, educating yourself, building yourself up, personal development. Don't wait for school. Don't wait for college. Don't wait for others. Distinguish yourself. Transform your mind. Educated minds. Blind minds lead to blind pockets. Full minds lead to full pockets. Decorated minds lead to decorated lives. Undecorated minds lead to undecorated lives. Ladies and gentlemen, life is a life of responsibility. Our faith is a faith of responsibility. When you take full responsibility, you become everything that you are called and were designed to be. I pray for grace for everyone. Stretch your hands towards the screen. I pray for everyone on this platform. Grace to come upon you. Grace to pay the price. Grace for obedience. Grace for stewardship. Grace for love for God. Grace for love for people. Grace to pay the price to become everything that God has called you to be. Grace to do what you heard on this platform. These 12 initial steps. 
I pray that you share this message everywhere, all the social media platforms, and go over it and create a watch party, share it everywhere, and watch it with everybody that you know, to build, let us build a group of people in our generation who are influential, affluential, impactful to their generation as the light of the world and as the salt of the earth. Receive all grace. May all grace abound towards you, abound towards me, that we have in all sufficiency in all things, shall abound towards every good way. Receive that grace now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray with thanksgiving. Glory to God. Daddy Chick, God bless you for joining us on Instagram today. I'd like to appreciate every one of you that joined us today. We'd like to encourage you, want to get a copy of this book I taught from my new book, from one of my latest books, You Have Only One Life. I taught from this book, You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. This is chapter one of this book. Get a copy of this book through our website, www.houseofjuda.org.uk or you can also get a copy from my personal website. Make sure you share this message with everybody that you know. We're going to close out with the advert that contains the, the books that I just mentioned, right? The six dynamic books. You have only one life. Make it count. I'm teaching from this book throughout the whole of this month, every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. You have only one life. Make sure it counts. Make sure you take those just 12 points, go over them, go over them, go over them, and share it with everybody that you know. You can go on my Facebook homepage, my Facebook homepage, Michael Hudson Wood, and watch the video. We're going to also put it on the WhatsApp platforms. Go on our website, houseofjuda.org.uk, and order yourself a copy. This evening, we are back for our don't endure but enjoy our marriage relationship session. So join us as we share testimonies and share our experiences and share our wisdom together. Don't miss it for anything. It's going to be an awesome session this evening. Also, we'll welcome you to join our church service tomorrow, tomorrow morning, 11.30 to 1 p.m. at House of Judas on Facebook at HOJ City Church. Facebook at HOJ City Church tomorrow for our service is going to be awesome. Remember, website details on the screen and watch this video of the books and order yourself your copy. Once again, God bless you all for joining us today. God bless you. Share, share, share. God bless you. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights entitled Success Has No Uncles. 12 Cancers to Avoid at All Costs in Leadership, Ministry, and Management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. 
Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, "I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website www.housejeda.org.uk or using the information on your screen."